I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and this afternoon I'm joined by Laura Bradburn at Celtic nil, Dundee nil, Laura and it seems like a carbon copy of the first half against St Johnston where Celtic have all the possession all the control but no cutting edge Yeah um, the positives of it are we've looked dangerous down both sides with Maeda and Yang um, Callum McGregor's had some success putting balls in over the top of a, a, United, a Dundee defence that look um, vulnerable to that. Um, <clears throat> but apart from that, um, it's looked a little bit flat and a little bit like, as in so many other situations, a team uh, comes to Celtic Park to, you know, batten up the hatches and we are finding it difficult to break that down. No, you're right. It's definitely that. That kind of feeling. And uh, we'll, we'll try and dissect what we've been looking at in the first half because obviously we've got a debut boy in uh, Nat Phillips making his first appearance for Celtic. We've got David Turnbull um, starting the game again. Uh, we'll be talking about his performance and whether or not it's that kind of playmaking aspect of Hatati's game that we're going to need here to cut through this defence. I agree with you. I think both, both wings, particularly Maeda, have looked very, very dangerous. But Laura... See when Celtic cross a ball in, and I'm not just talking corners, but see if we cross a ball in, do you ever feel like we're going to score? Not today. Um, I feel like, I don't want to be critical of him. I don't know if it's because of the shoulder injury happening when it did, but uh, Kyogo, who's usually running in at that front post when the crosses come in to do his wee flick on to, into the net, 
seems to be a little bit caught in his heels today, um, and I'm not exactly sure of the reason why. But I, I'm seeing all these low crosses going in, especially, and just feeling like there's not going to be anybody in, on the end of it when they, it gets into the box. And really, we we should be doing more to create. I mean, Nat Phillips has got the freedom of 90% of the pitch to roam forward and do what he wants with the ball. So if he's got the time and inclination to do that, then the rest of the team should should feel it's that easy as well. You know, it's, it's a frustrating one because Dundee are posing as little to no problems whatsoever and it's all got to rely on our creativity and our ability to... Um, create chances that are actually going to result in in goals and we're just not doing that today. I I find it ironic that Maeda had one of the best first touches and finishes I think I've seen him have and then ended up offside. But I mean, it was was the way he took it was unbelievable and and an indication of what's there when when it goes the way it should for him. Uh, But I do think he's an instinct player. You you mentioned it before the game, Laura. Give him no time to think and he'll do the right thing. It's it's Mm -hmm. often on the wing... If, if he collects the ball and takes on his man, he's flying. If he cuts inside and has to think about it, that's where often he'll, he'll lose possession. But there's so many elements to his game that are great for the team. That finish, you've got to give credit to Scales for the pass as well because I'm going to be speaking about Scales and his performance because he was one of the biggest talking points at the beginning of the game. Great, it would have been a great assist, but alas, he was a fraction offside. Uh, Mm -hmm. Laura, it must have just been a fraction it was a very tight one there was a worrying moment in that first half two minutes uh, whereby Kyogos actually had to leave the field presumably to get his shoulder popped back in now Mm -hmm. if that's happened um, if anyone's ever suffered that with their knees uh, that's me because I'm old and it happens or, or the shoulders even though, obviously, you get the motion back, there's a stiffness, there's a bit of pain, there's a dull pain. And I think that for the rest of the game, you could maybe see that in Kyogo a wee bit, that they, there wasn't the freedom in movement that you would expect. And that's a massive worry, Laura, not just for today's game, but for Tuesday night as well. To be honest, I think it's a bit of a nonsense that you would send a player back on after popping his shoulder back in. Like, yeah. that's, that's where I start to question. I, I brought it up on the podcast a few weeks ago when people were saying that we had a bad run of luck as far as injuries were concerned. Decisions and, and situations like that make you wonder if it is luck or if it's poor decision making that's caused it to happen because I know every single player out there would say, I want to play on, I want to play on. But ultimately, you've got club doctors and physios and people there who it's the professional responsibility of to make a decision on behalf of somebody who might not be in the right place mentally to make that decision. They wouldn't take somebody's word for it that they were okay to play on after a suspected concussion because they would suggest that they're not right mentally to do it. So I don't see why this is any different. Um, Especially if he's going to be, just looking at it from a footballing perspective, if he's going to become a bit of a passenger for the rest of the game, then... The advantage you, you think you have of having Kyogo in the park because he's Kyogo is lost. And we've got we've got O on the bench there, we've got Palma, we've got you know, Maeda could go through the middle and we bring someone else on. There are options there. And with all due respect, any of those options should be good enough against Dundee. There's no need to rely on Kyogo because what you don't want is a situation where that extra 45 minutes, if he even if he doesn't play another minute of this game, if that causes an issue whereby he's out for Tuesday, then it's not going to have been worth it. 
No, I, I tend to agree with that because on 16 minutes, Laura, it's a blow. It's a blow if Kugo has to go off. But we should have enough quality to see out this game and, and win the game. Um, it's the after effects of putting them back on for the, remain, the remainder of that half or indeed the, the remainder of the game where he's obviously carrying that injury with him. That's my concern. Does that then put him out of Tuesday night? If that's the case, then it's a bad decision. You're right. I, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I do remember Ange uh, commenting about Kyogo played with one arm. You know, it's difficult to get him not to play. So you're right. If you ask Kyogo, are you fit to play? He'll say yeah. And he'll mm-hmm. go back on the park. So I think that I, I wouldn't. it would not surprise me if he's taken off at half time because he was moving gingerly. I didn't actually see what Granty was talking about in the, in the commentary, whereby apparently he's been pulled. His arm's been pulled. He's and... pulled them, Paul. He's pulled them. That's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Granny, love him. Uh, so that, that was a massive concern in the first half. Uh, the lack of cutting edge was a, a huge concern as well. I actually do think that Hattati brings that to the game. I don't think Turnbull's had a particularly... Um, involved match in the first half. There's been a couple of occasions where I've thought to myself he's maybe made the wrong choice himself. Uh, there was one occasion where he gets the ball in a dangerous area, he tries to line himself up when the pass to Maeda was probably on and probably a better pass. Ewan Boy Martin. Turnbull gives us very little, says Ewan. Uh, three or four passes is miles off it, especially when you have Hattati on the bench. Um... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When I'm thinking about the team and I had picked Hitati in my predicted 11, I can see why Turnbull's playing because he's a he's a creative player. If you bring on home, you're expecting home to break down attacks. You're expecting home to win ball the ball back. I wouldn't have expected him to be that effective against Dundee today. Uh, but, t- you know, when you look at Turnbull and his attributes, you think it's as an offensive player, as a creative player. But it's not really happened in the first half. So, yeah, again, if you're going to be making a, a tactical change rather than a change to injury, I can see Turnbull's name being on the top of your list. Um, we've got Claire Brogan coming in. I'm worried with the lack of goals. Absolutely. Um, Richard Coleman brings it up. 225 minutes of football and one goal. Uh, we talk about cutting edge. What What is cutting edge? Well, often it's uh, Yang taking on a player and taking him out of the game, Laura. It could be someone like Hatati playing a defence-splitting pass that catches uh, Dundee out and they're on the back foot. Uh, but sometimes, again, I think it's you've, you've seen occasions in that first half, the attacks start with Scales and Phillips, and both of them are getting the freedom to run with the ball. They carry the ball 30, 40 yards, Ayer-esque. 
But what you're then looking for is sometimes that ball over the top that scales played to Maeda, that's the cutting edge, um, or a ball into the, the pockets behind the defenders when they're maybe expecting you to play a safer pass. We've not had enough of that in the first half, have we? No, um, I think... I think ironically, like you say, a lot of the most dangerous moves have been started by our centre-backs and although that is a legitimate way to play the game, don't get me wrong, when we've got the attacking talent that we've got and the midfield talent that we've got, we should be looking to rely on those guys further up the park to create that that uh, that spark for us. Um, I, I think it's it's a frustrating watch because you're you're watching us against a team that are absolutely nowhere near the kind of quality who could be causing us any problems. They're not even looking like they'll catch us on the break. You know, I think both Scales and Phillips are are not under any pressure whatsoever as far as that's concerned and seem to be able to cover a lot of ground. So it's frustrating to sit and watch a team who should be nowhere near us managing to stop us. But I mean, I guess that's their their mode if they come away from a point with a point today that's almost mm-hmm. a bonus for them so they will they will play for that it's up to us to to try and find a way to break it down which we haven't managed to do so far I would personally like to see more from both O'Reilly and Turnbull in terms of of penetrating passes and penetrating runs I think O'Reilly's been slightly better than Turnbull at it but neither of them have been very good um Callum McGregor's playing that kind of deep, um, deep lying quarterback role almost. That he's he's you know m- making passes from deep, and he's proven very effective. But I think those two, if they come out for the second half, both O'Reilly and Turnbull need to contribute a little bit more in the final third because both of them, for me, have have done very little to contribute to the overall play going forward. I think that's a fair point. If I'm going to be mentioning Turnbull's performance, you've got to speak about O'Reilly. He's been given a lot of plaudits this season, Laura, and yet he did hit the post and it's a, it's a part of his game. Against St. Johnston, you know, he scores one of his chances, we win the game. This wasn't mm. as clear-cut as that. He kind of crafted his chance himself. Um, but yeah, I, I take that on board. I don't think O'Reilly's had a particularly good first half and we need the creative players in a game like this we need someone to unpick that defence because they it's Operation St Johnson for Dundee today and if they manage to to uh, continue this 10-15 minutes into the second half you've seen what happened at Celtic Park the last time Laura then the fans are becoming frustrated then people start making the wrong decisions on the ball and then you look at the bench and by the way there are players on that bench that I think can make a difference but uh, against St Johnson the changes did not have the same kind of effect that we got used to last season where you can make five, four or five changes and the whole tempo of the game changed. We didn't see that against St Johnston. There's another thing I want to mention before we go back to the second half and that was the safe made by Joe Hart. We didn't really speak too much about Hart because I felt that if we did, we'd probably just be repeating ourselves. Laura, my, my view on Hart this season is that he's no longer... Um, expected to play as a sweeper. He's no longer expected to have the ball at his feet for long periods of time, where sometimes he has to take a player on. We've seen that um, pass the ball, uh, you know, quickly in amongst his, his centre half. He's not really expected to do that now. I think Rogers is just saying, be a goalie, command your area, which he did do. Uh, he done really, really well um, with a with a cross ball that could have been dangerous, and he did it again where he was called upon and he's made a big save for us in that first half. Now, incidentally, that came from um, Nat 
Phillips not really winning his header. And I've made a note here saying that him and Scales have lost a lot of aerial battles in that first half. You look at the size of them, you look at their, their kind of physical prowess. That's a surprise. That's a bit of a concern as well, Laura. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know if it's the type of balls that are coming into them or whatever, but they are the type of thing they should be dealing with uh, better than they are. Uh, as for as for Joe Hart, I think he, um, like you say, he's playing to his strengths and we're really seeing what he's still got to offer. He's saved their bacon a good few times today. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Not a few times today, a few times this season, I should say. Um, at least one really big save today. And the St Johnston result could have been a lot worse if it weren't for him as well. So, um, yeah, I I think while I'm a bit concerned that Rodgers would compromise on the way he wants to play, I understand why he's done it because at, at the end of the day, Hart's probably the best goalie we've got. And so until he gets a chance to replace him, he's got to play to his strengths in that sense. So... Yeah, I think it's made Joe Hart less of a concern this season than he was for all of us going into the start of the season and it actually turned him back into a bit of a strength for us because I think we could have been looking at some pretty different results without his save so far this season. St Johnston in this game uh, so far, Laura, absolutely. And, and again, at Ibrox, I thought he was outstanding as well. John Sweeney, apart from the disallowed goal, there's no penetration. And we change in midfield, Hattati and Bernardo second half. Uh, the only reason I would have mentioned Bernardo, I've not seen enough of him. But yeah, I take your point. You need to bring on some players who are going to be creative and uh, cut through this Dundee backline. Claire Brogan, you're back in. I wonder if Hattati was playing, we could be a couple up by now. But I understand he's only back from injury. Uh, that word injury, let's stop saying it because I think we're giving them a curse. Kyogo got injured in that first half and it's unthinkable that he would have a spell on the sidelines at the moment. Johnny Ryan, St. Johnson game all over again. Yeah, deja vu, Johnny. And Celtic follower, final balls awful. They have been in the first half. Let's hope that the second half improves. Let's get back to the action. I've got to thank every one of you for getting involved. A thousand strong in the live stream. Um, And we will be back at full time. Hopefully we're back, Laura, to talk about a victory. Things open up in that second half and we start to create clear-cut chances. All that's left for me to say once again, Laura Bradburn, thank you for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.